LeeTDickey.com Flawless victory. I review the trailer for the upcoming Mortal Kombat movie next. Alright, so this Mortal Kombat movie trailer. Yes, this trailer for the upcoming Mortal Kombat reboot, if you will. Before we get to the review, before we get to the main event, let me introduce myself. My name is Lee Dickey, comedian, actor, producer, reviewer, and a man who is mortal and doesn't believe in combat, so that's why I'm using words to review this trailer. If this is your first time here, please do subscribe to Lee Dickey TV, the YouTube channel. Visit my official website, LeeTDickey.com. Subscribe and follow both my podcasts, the Beats and Speaks podcast and Yo Nostalgia. Please do leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and your favorite podcast app and player of choice and review as well. If you would, please and thank you. Follow the fun on social media at LeeTDickey. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All right, now that all the fun is out of the way and you know where to find me, let's get to my review of the upcoming Mortal Kombat movie trailer right here and right now. All right, so the trailer for the upcoming Mortal Kombat movie. Before we get to that, like, just very briefly, let me give you a bit of history on my sort of coming in on the Mortal Kombat franchise. I first was introduced to the Mortal Kombat franchise on the Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo in the early to mid-90s. I had one of the games, I think it might have been two, or may have been the first one, on the Super Nintendo, and I played the hell out of it. I loved it. I always played as Liu Kang. I don't know why. It's just something I, like, I always did. Um, you know, but I did go through the roster of characters that they had in at least the Super Nintendo version, and I really, I enjoyed all of it. I enjoyed the entire game. I mean, granted, am I any good at it now? I'm not much of a gamer now, right? But growing up, that's I played a lot of Mortal Kombat, and I really enjoyed it. You know, like you, I think in those days, either they had an option where you could turn the blood off or turn the blood on. I'm not sure if it was on already by the time I got my copy of I think it was Mortal Kombat two, but again, it may have been the first one for the Super Nintendo um, because I always played with the blood on. So you would just see it, right? Like every time you'd hit your opponent and like you would just see the blood. And I, even then, I didn't think it was... I guess I had been desensitized to blood at that point because you could get away with a whole lot more uh, in terms of entertainment back in the day. Like, you, you know, when you give things to kids or what have you. And I think we had a better understanding. Now, these are just my opinions. A better understanding of what make-believe and what pretend was and what we could necessarily get away with right so i mean i enjoyed the video games i played a couple as a kid because i had a couple as a kid and i played them to death right i could never do sort of like the fatality like finishing moves if you will just i don't know why i could never never get the hang of it but i did enjoy the video game when it comes to the original films 1995's mortal kombat like the original mortal kombat with Robin Shu and Christopher Lambert and 1997's Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the sequel, which had uh, James Reamer in the Raiden role instead of Christopher Lambert and Robin Shu returning. I think Lynn Red Williams was Jax in that film. Now, I didn't see anything as a kid because when the first film came out in 1995, I think I might have been about five or six 
and then you know a couple years later you're what seven eight years old i don't remember seeing any promotional material for the first two sort of original mortal Kombat films in the franchise now apparently you know had annihilation not done so poorly at the box office robin shu's original deal for the mortal Kombat franchise because he played Liu kang in the two films, 1995's Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation in 97. It was originally a three-picture deal, but because Annihilation did so badly, they just kind of scrapped that whole, you know, let's make a third Mortal Kombat movie in those days. And to be fair, I didn't even see the films when they were originally released, because I think, A, I might have been too young, and just I'd never seen any sort of advertisement for them, uh, you know, up here in Canada. It's just they may have been around. I mean, we may have gotten them, but I don't remember seeing any sort of advertisement for the films, either in 95 or 97. I, I honestly don't remember anything. And I remember, the like, I had come across the films by flipping channels in high school. And I think I, think I saw Annihilation first because it was on TV. And then I had to legitimately, like, you know, go down the internet rabbit hole and try to find out more information. Because it was like, there was a Mortal... I had no idea. There was a Mortal Kombat film in the 90s. And, I, you know, I, I did some uh, hardcore Googling in those days. And found out that, yeah, Mortal Kombat Annihilation was a real thing. And it starred Robin Shu. I was like, really? He did this film? Now, I, you know, I keep saying Robin Shu Because the one thing that I saw Robin Shu in before I saw the Mortal Kombat films was Beverly Hills Ninja with Robin Shu and uh chris farley i love that movie still to this day it's one of my favorites and that's the first thing i saw him in so yeah i was surprised i think um beverly hills ninja came out the tail end of 97 or early 1998 and it just i remember just thinking like really he was in mortal kombat annihilation and its predecessor the original mortal kombat from 95 and i was so surprised to be honest with you i you know, watched Annihilation when I was in high school, and then I saw the the original film shortly thereafter. To be honest, uh, out of those two films, 1995's original Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation from 1997, I I prefer the original, okay? Because it, it doesn't look as campy. It doesn't look as... Like, there's not as much CGI, I would think, in, this, uh, in uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation as there, you know... I'm sorry, there's not as much sort of CGI in uh, the original Mortal Kombat as there is in uh, MK Annihilation. And it just, I don't know, I kind of tapped out a little bit through Annihilation. And I just, I love the first one from 1995. I think to this day, it's probably one of the best sort of video game adaptations to a film. So, I mean, there's a bit of my history on where I come in to the Mortal Kombat movies. I love Robin Shu. I uh, loved him in Beverly Hills Ninja and, you know, even, like, these two Mortal Kombat films. Probably the only three things that I've seen him in, and I love him either way, right? And the movies, I would pick the original Mortal Kombat from 95 over uh, MK Annihilation in 97. The stark differences that I could see between, say, the Mortal Kombat films of the, the 90s, 95's original Mortal Kombat and MK Annihilation from 1997 is that they were marketed towards kids, right? And they worked, right? Because the, the kids back in the 90s when I was growing up, like I was born right at the tail end of the 80s, but I'm a 90s kid through and through. So like 
I would have, had I seen like advertisements or had it made, I guess, more of an impression on me than it actually did, I probably would have wanted to go see those films. I mean, again, I am a fan of Robin Shue. I'm, I like the original film. I even, in its own way, I like Annihilation just because I didn't see it when they were originally released. Um, but again, I prefer the original film from 95 over Annihilation. I think anybody would. But, you know, they were marketed towards kids in the 90s, and there was no blood, there was no gore, and, but they worked, because they were marketed towards kids, and those kids, like, ate it up. I'm pretty, like, that's why they made MK Annihilation in 97, because 1995, it made money. It made a ton of money, it worked, and people were clamoring for it. Like, it came along at a time where I think, you know, everybody was clamoring for, like, video game adaptations. I mean, they had the, uh, that poor Super Mario Brothers movie from, I think it was 1992 or 93 with uh, John Leguizamo. And I, like, video game adaptations in the 90s, like, that's not even, that's the earliest form of adaptations, at least video game adaptations to movies, are those two franchises that I can think of. I mean, you got the Super Mario Brothers from, I think it was 92 or 93 with uh, John Leguizamo. And then, you know, Robin Shue and uh Lyndon Ashby in the first Mortal Kombat film from 1995 along with Christopher Lambert and Bridget Sampras you got uh Robin Shue coming back for MK Annihilation in 97 along with Lynn Red Williams as Jax and you know James Reamer in the Raiden role which you know he took over from Christopher Lambert they work right that it was just like let's market these towards kids because kids they love Mortal Kombat it's one of the hottest franchises at the time, probably still is to this day, and it just worked, right? So that's why you get the two sequels. Granted, Annihilation did poorly, and they scrapped that third film, but with 2021's Mortal Kombat, you're marketing the film towards those same kids that you did in the 90s. Problem is, well, not even the problem. The thing is now that those same kids are, you know, more than 25 years older, and you... They want what they saw in the video games. They want the blood. They want the gore. And this trailer for 2021's Mortal Kombat absolutely delivers that. It is so gory. And I'm going to get into that next. So like I said, this Mortal Kombat 2021 film is super gory. It stars Louis Tan as Cole Young, a washed up MMA fighter who's unaware of his lineage. And he has this sort of birthmark or invitation, some sort of like, I don't even want to call it a henna tattoo, but it's some sort of marking on his chest that basically is an invite to, like, this Mortal Kombat tournament. And it's, the, like I said, the trailer is super gory. They go into, it's um Jessica McNamee, who plays Sonya Blade in this movie, is basically narrating this whole thing, uh, basically filling in uh, Cole Young, Louis Tan, on what Mortal Kombat is and you know who sub-zero is who's pretty much the main one of the main antagonists in this movie and to be fair i've never pictured i've never sort of imagined sub-zero as a bad guy i i don't know why like my kid brain goes yeah i would play play as him in the video games occasionally but i never kind of pictured him as a bad guy i mean you have uh scorpion in the films as well Pretty much every character you could think of, Kano, like I said, Sonya Blade, uh, Melina, they're all in the game or in the movie, and it's so gory. So, like, 
you know, Sonya Blade, played by Jessica McNamee, is narrating this trailer, and she and Jax are partners, apparently, like they were in the first two films. So she goes into detail on they found this being who turns out to be Sub-Zero. Uh, the actor who plays Sub-Zero also plays Noob Saibot in uh, this movie. So, you know, double duty for him. And it like it just the special effects and especially with Sub-Zero's abilities or what they have him do, completely badass. OK, like like I said, they go into Jax's or origin story where like he gets his sort of robotic cybertronic arms if you will basically he finds sub-zero in this frozen house or building in brazil and fires off a shot but sub-zero freezes it which then like he dismantles the gun um he and Jax tussle a little bit now uh Jax is played by mccott brooks who's done work on desperate housewives True Blood. Most recently, he was on Supergirl. So, you know, they tussle a little bit, Sub-Zero and Jax. Sub-Zero freezes both of uh, Jax's arms solid, rips them off, and you just see blood spurting everywhere, right? And, like, that's Jax's origin story and how he gets his arms. And then Cole uh, Young, I think is the character's last name, gets involved because I think he finally figures out, like, wait, there's something to this tattoo or this marking and then Jax goes to pick him up and then you, you fast forward to Sonya basically narrating this trailer it just it shows you clips and footage of the sort of realm or world that this is going to be set in and you see sort of choreography and all the action fighting scenes with the characters that you're going to see in this film and to be honest with you it's it's gory there's a lot of blood not that i'm knocking it you know i'm maybe to this because i haven't seen many movies where there is blood maybe i'm not as desensitized to it anymore as i thought i was but it looks like a badass trailer like the fact that you've got scorpion in you got as many characters in as you you could want i mean the only character that i could think that isn't in uh the movie is johnny cage but to me that's okay just because you know what? Like, it's full. The movie is full. You've got Shang Tsung. You've got Luke Kang, who's played by Ludi Lin, who uh, I've said in the last couple videos, my review of the uh, Kung Fu reboot trailer, which I'll link in the description and in the cards. Uh, he has a recurring role on that. He was in the 20, uh, 2017 Power Rangers film reboot, which was the sequels were scrapped, and I think Hasbro's starting again. But, you know, that's. Probably the only other name that I recognize, aside from, like, Makad Brooks. Uh, there's Ludi Lin. But there aren't many people on this, like, in the cast and in this film whose names I actually recognize. I mean, Jessica McNamee, yeah, I, I, her name rings a bell a little bit. But other than that, like, there aren't many names I recognize. Still, after watching this trailer, with the amount of gore and the amount of blood, it looks like the film that somebody my age now would have wanted as a kid and it brings a smile to my face like it's pretty much the video games come to life and it's probably i don't know maybe i'm putting it on a too high of a pedestal but maybe it's one of the hottest things to come out this year maybe it's probably going to be one of the best video game adaptations to a film 
But then again, that's what you get with the advancements in technology, considering what uh, the 1995 film and its 1997 sequel gave us. But there it is, my review of the Mortal Kombat movie trailer that is slated to come out, releasing on April 16th on HBO Max for a month, and then it's also going to be in theaters. I hope you guys enjoyed this video and this episode. Please comment, like, share, and subscribe. The trailer and my reviews and any other videos I could think of that you guys would like will be listed in the description, show notes, and the cards. Follow along on social media at Lee T. Dickey. Subscribe here to Lee Dickey TV on YouTube. Visit my official website, LeeTDickey.com. Again, please do follow at Lee T. Dickey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe to both my podcasts, the Beats and Speaks podcast, and Yo Nostalgia. Leave us a five-star rating and a review if you would, please. And thank you. But this wraps up another video and another episode. Thanks again for watching. Take care, and we'll talk to you later. Peace! LeeTDickey.com